Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey there, Mr. Reddit here. Welcome back to another episode of r Entitled Parent Stories. Our first story we'll be reading today. Entitled Aunt demanded I give away my $5,000 Lego collection because I'm too old to own Legos. After that, Entitled Mother became enraged because our food program was canceled. And after that, Entitled Mom freaks out because her kid can't pet my dog. Now for every thumbs up this video gets, one Karen does not get to take anyone's Legos. But they look so cool! So please smash that like button. And if you're new, subscribe and turn on notifications for new stories from Reddit every single day. Entitled Aunt demanded I give away my $5,000 Lego collection because I'm too old to own Legos. Cast. We've got me, we've got my mom, we've got Entitled Aunt, Entitled Son, and Uncle. A bit of info before we get to the story. My parents introduced me to Legos when I was 5 years old. It was a Lego Technic, and I successfully built it for the first time. My interest in Lego Technic grew ever since, and I started doing the harder Lego sets, and I really enjoyed it. It was in 2018. My grandmother had just passed away, and my family held a meeting with our extended family at our house. The house was packed, since our home is not that huge. Then my entitled aunt and her entitled son and husband came to our house. Everyone in my family dislikes her very much because she's never respected her own parents and she has a disgusting attitude. Everyone avoided her, but my mom approached her. My mom was confused because she hadn't sent an invitation to her. My mom asked her why and she answered, I came here for the inheritance. The room went silent and my mom was in shock of her reasoning. Enter Entitled Son. He was seven years old and went to the living room playing with other kids. I locked my room because he entered in my room once and he dropped some of my Legos to the ground, breaking them. Then I built them back again eventually. I didn't trust Entitled Son to come into my room as these Legos took me days to build a single set and I don't want to get them smashed on the ground. Shouting started in the living room by Entitled Aunt and my uncle because I deserve to claim all the inheritance and only me. This turned into a fight between the siblings and I was scared and not used to hearing shouting and so I went to my room to take a break. As I was heading to my room, Entitled Son followed me and I didn't notice at all until I reached for my door. He tried to sneak into the room, but I was able to stop him. He threw a fit and asked why I'm not letting him in. I told him my reasoning and he answered back, It was just an accident. This isn't actually the first time he dropped my Legos by accident. Hearing those words made my blood boil and I told him he will not enter my room. His face was filled with anger and he went back to his mom. I thought that was the end of it, and oh boy, was I wrong. I heard a knock on my door, and guess who it is? Of course, it's Entitled Aunt. 
She looks annoyed and looking at me, the following conversation is what happened. Entitled Ant. Why are you not letting my son into your room? Me. He's dropped my Legos several times and I don't trust him in my room. Entitled Ant. Oh, come on. It was just a mistake. Come on, Entitled Son. Go in. The audacity of my Entitled Ant is unbelievable. When I already told her no to multiple times and she went back to the living room. Entitled Son. Look, Legos. Can you give them to me, OP? Me. What the heck? No! I spent a lot of money to buy this and days to build these Lego sets and years to collect them. I do not trust you with my Legos because I know you are not going to take good care of them. At this point, Entitled Son was angry and was about to throw a fit. He went to his mom again and I cannot believe what he told her. Entitled Aunt OP, you said you were going to give your Legos to Entitled Son? Me. No, everything your son told you is a complete lie. Entitled Aunt Just give him all your Legos. Besides, you're too old to own this anyway. Me. No, I will not. This is your last warning, Entitled Aunt. Ugh, get out of my way. She then proceeds to push me away. I saw Entitled Aunt and Entitled Son trying to grab the bigger Lego sets on the shelf. I ran to them and took back my Legos safely away from them. Entitled Aunt began to shout at me, telling me how stupid I am and more insults from her. Apparently, her shouting could be heard from the living room and my mom and uncle came in to check. I was about to tell them what happened, but Entitled Aunt cut me off. She told them her story and my mom knew that it was a lie. Mom knew me, that I would not give away my Lego sets and told Entitled Aunt to get out of the house. This made Entitled Aunt so mad that she decided to pull my shelf full of Legos to the ground. I was shocked, but my uncle quickly grabbed the shelf and held it to prevent Entitled Aunt from pulling it. My uncle is a huge and tall guy with a long beard and wanted Entitled Aunt to get out of the house and to never come back. Entitled Aunt was mad and she pulled Entitled Son to the exit. I thanked my uncle for helping me and at the same day, he bought me a Lego set and I was very happy. To this day, everyone cut contact with Entitled Aunt and we heard her husband divorced her. Her husband has a really good paying job and he had enough crap with Entitled Aunt. Last time I saw her, she was living in a small apartment. Have you ever had a relative that you just couldn't stand? If so, what did they do? Please let us know. I've got a co-host I can't stand. Entitled Mother became enraged because our food program was cancelled. Context. This woman has been a problem parent at the center for as long as her 5-year-old kid, Molly, has been there. The girl started as an infant in our baby room, so that's 5 years of this woman. This entitled mom is not a good person. She would not pack lunches for her daughter. She would often send her then 13-year-old to bring Molly into the daycare because she didn't want to, and at least 3 times a week, Teachers had to give her kid a bath in the sink, and when she was too big for that, a sponge bath because she smelled so bad. Yes, we called CPS, and I'm not sure what came of that, but I know Molly is still in her custody. It was awful, but there was one saving grace this girl could look to. Jenny. Jenny was the sweetest woman you would ever meet. She worked in one of the preschool classrooms, but her heart was so big and open that she extended her kindness to all of the kids. Every time Molly came in without a lunch, Jenny would make sure she had food even if it meant driving to the local Walmart or county fair to get her a sandwich. Eventually, Jenny began to bring in food personally for Molly because Molly's entitled mom never packed her lunch. Jenny passed away suddenly and unexpectedly in 2019. She was young, just barely over 30. Entitled mom kept bringing Molly in without lunches and up until all the craziness started, it was an ongoing battle that finally came to a head yesterday.
Molly came in at 10.30 schedule, which was too late for breakfast. In the preschool classrooms, we keep them on a schedule, and breakfast ends at 8.30, while they get snack at 10. Molly had a snack, and lunch started at noon. When the teacher opened her lunchbox to prep her food at lunch, she noticed there was breakfast in there. She decided, politely, to remind Molly's mother that breakfast ends at 8.30, and if she was planning to bring her in later, to please have her eat before she comes in, because things are already in full swing in the classroom. This was done via a childcare app that we use to communicate with parents. Well, Entitled Mom did not like that, and called the sender screaming at our assistant director. This lasted for 10 minutes, and the pregnant assistant director came into my room, the infant room, angry about all this. She cooled down and went back to her office. The offices are right next to my room, so I was being somewhat nosy and listening in. Entitled Mom came to pick Molly up, effectively pulling her away from the center. There, she got to shouting at the assistant director. Wouldn't you be upset if they weren't feeding your baby? Wouldn't you want justice and people held accountable? That's when the director stepped in and told the assistant director to check on the other classrooms. Translation, you don't have to listen to this. I'll handle it. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. With Mint Mobile, my connection is so much better than my previous wireless provider, and I'm saving so much now on my monthly bill. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash redder. That's mintmobile.com slash redder. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash redder. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Director then followed up with, Personally, I would make sure that my kid ate breakfast before bringing them in. Assistant director left at that point. Entitled Mom was throwing a fit about how she didn't like the teachers here. How she thought Tiana, the preschool teacher for the four and five-year-olds, was a raging jerk. And how she didn't like her since the beginning. And how a lot of parents pulled their kids because of her. Thing is, she was confusing Tiana with Tessa, the younger preschool teacher for the three and four-year-olds. Tessa is, admittedly, a strict woman. But her strictness was countered with kindness and positive reinforcement. Entitled Mom is so out of touch with her daughter's providers that she never even got to meet Tiana. Finally, she delivered the zinger everyone knew was coming, but hoped she had enough class to refrain from saying. You stopped doing the food program when Jenny died. I think you are just too selfish and cheap to honor her memory in continuing it. To which director finally stood up and said, Jenny was the food program. She bought that food for Molly out of her own pocket, with her money that she earned caring for the kids here. The reason this so-called food program stopped is because Jenny passed away. To which Entitled Mom doubled down and said, Well, 
Why wouldn't you continue to buy food for the kids in her honor? Director, because we do not have the budget to allocate funds for a food program. And in addition, in our handbook, it states we are only to provide snacks. We would need a whole other set of clearances and regulations to start serving food here like a cafeteria. But you did it when Jenny was here. The argument continued back and forth like that until finally, Director basically said that this was the second outburst that Entitled Mom had and that they could no longer accept Molly at the center with this continued behavior. Entitled Mom, needing to get in the last word, finished with, Fine, I don't want to send my kid to a place that starves her. Then she left with Molly. My heart breaks for the kid, but there's not much else to do. I just can't believe how classless you have to be in one argument to bring up a beloved, saintly person like Jenny, and then basically insinuate that our wonderful assistant director was going to be a bad mother, while acting like we are still somehow the jerks for canceling our non-existent food program. Entitled mom freaks out because her kid can't pet my dog. This happened several years ago, and today is the most abrasive interaction I have had with other folks in public regarding my service dog, who is now retired. We've got entitled mom, entitled kid, service dog, and me. I was maybe about 21 at the time and was in the beginning stages of really learning to be an adult on my own at the time. I had just moved out of my parents' house and into an apartment with a friend. Before this, I still lived at home with my parents and usually just went to school, work, and didn't often go places alone because I'm kind of a homebody. So between school, work, and the odd outing with my parents or friends, everyone usually around me was really respectful and familiar with my service dog and my general rules about her. I didn't have issues usually. And if I did, someone less anxious and more assertive was usually there to help me. This was no longer the case after I moved out. I was out and about running some errands on my own, which I was beginning to enjoy doing, with my service dog at my side. Along the way, I realized I hadn't eaten in a while and decided to stop at the food court of the mall I was in right then for something quick and tasty. I got my food, found a seat, and began to get my service dog focused and prepared to go through our usual process so I could get started on my meal. I'm not secretive or anything, personally, and usually I'm down to discuss my dog and educate if I have the time or energy with someone who is polite and well-meaning. I have a really intense food allergy, so that's what she is for. She also knows how to bring me a handful of objects on command, like an EpiPen, inhaler, or just lay down next to me to give me access to meds carried on her harness. It's really important that she not be disturbed while I have her check things, because a missed alert can be life or death for me, not to be dramatic or anything. Breathing tends to be important. So I'm about to go through the process of having my dog do a check for me when I see a kid making a beeline for my service dog. She is harnessed, clearly and boldly marked, and not facing this kid. That doesn't matter though, because the kid is clearly too young or excited to read. Entitled Kid Puppy! I placed a hand out instinctively just in time to keep her from touching my dog, who is still set to do her check, thankfully. I try to be understanding with kids, but I have a few hard and fast rules. I never reward attempts to touch without asking. I will stop and thank polite kids though. Each situation usually gets a conversation from me about how important working dogs are. However, even with polite kids, I do not stop my dog mid-task for my own safety. Me. Oh no, honey. Please don't touch the puppy. She has a really important job and she's working right now. This is usually a good enough explanation for most kids about two and up. Not this one though, because she immediately starts crying. I'm talking full-on pouring tears and a red face as she screams loudly in the busy food court. I looked around for a parent and locked eyes with a round, blonde woman who was apparently staring icy daggers at me. Entitled Mom Why are you touching her? Entitled Kid Puppy! I want the puppy! 
Entitled Mom marches over to me from her table and demands that I just let her kid pet my dog. I could feel the heat on my neck. I was so embarrassed at all the staring faces. Me. I'm sorry. I really can't do that. This is my service dog and she's working right now. If I let her get distracted during her task, I can get really sick or even worse. Entitled Mom. Service dogs are for disabled people. You obviously aren't blind and you don't look sick. Me. Thanks. That means she's doing a good job. Entitled Mom. What's wrong with you then? Just let her pet the dog. The kid is carrying on incoherently during this exchange and has now thrown herself on the floor. My service dog is not engaging her, but is fond of kids, so she's looking at her with concern. I get more irritated because I will have to wait longer now to eat. Me. That's none of your business. Nobody is petting the dog. Can you please leave me alone? Your kid shouldn't be running at large dogs she doesn't know anyway. Entitled Mom. I bet you're just faking it. I don't think pit bulls can even be service dogs. Me. Any breed can be a service dog, lady. Please go away and take your daughter with you. Entitled Mom looks at me like I just slapped her in the face. She could tell I wasn't going to budge. She picked up the small screaming brat, walked back to her table and put her in a stroller. She gathered her stuff and left. I breathed a sigh of relief and decided to check my phone for a minute so my service dog could forget the ordeal and reset. I figured it was behind me and I could go back to what I was doing. Oh, how wrong I was. Just a few minutes later, I could hear the screech of an entitled mom heading back into battle. The kid was still crying, and this time she was accompanied by a security officer. Entitled mom. There, that animal bit my baby. My eyes probably looked like they were just going to fall out of my head. I knew people had weird hang-ups about breeds, but this lady had just been demanding her kid be allowed to pet my dog. I couldn't believe it. This particular security guard looked like he didn't want to be mediating between adults at all. He asked me if it was true, and I said of course it wasn't. I told him that the kid had run up to my dog, and the mother was mad I wouldn't let my dog be pet. He asked if she was a service dog. I confirmed she was. He asked if she was trained to do a task to mitigate a disability. I confirmed she was. Entitled Mom. She's lying. That mutt bit my daughter and made her cry. Entitled Kid. Puppy! She's visibly reaching for the dog. The security guard is clearly having none of her crap at this point. My service dog is calmly sitting next to us during the whole ordeal, watching me. She doesn't exactly look vicious and is actually quite a sissy. At this point, a girl, nice girl, around my age chimes in. Nice girl. This lady and her kid were bothering OP. That kid was never bitten. You have cameras, right? The security guard confirms there are indeed cameras and says we will all need to follow him so he can check the footage due to the severity of the accusation. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Security guard. Either I have to call animal control or the police. Harassing a service dog is a felony, and a dog biting a kid is a pretty big deal. Either way, someone is in trouble. Entitled mom looks panicked and started to backpedal and say she's willing to drop it and everyone can go their own way. Her precious baby is fine after all. Me. I'm not willing to drop it. You lied about me. Let's go. Three more security guards show up, and we all get escorted to the security office. Sure enough, the footage shows that the kid never even got within arm's reach of my dog, and Entitled Mom was harassing us. 
They ask me if I want to press charges, and I say that I do. Police show up within a few minutes, and I happen to know one of the officers, because he's my ex-boyfriend's dad. We split up amicably before we graduated in high school. He knows me. He knows my dog. He loves my dog and has said she's one of the best trained dogs he's ever met. I usually wouldn't be petty, but I excitedly greet him. He smiles and asks if it's okay to pet service dog at the moment. I thank him for asking permission and say of course, and titled mom looks at me like she could just throw something. The other officer takes my statement. In the end, the officers see the footage, and titled mom gets arrested and extra charges thrown on for resisting arrest and assaulting an officer. It was pretty wild, and my first real experience with entitled people on my own. The charge for harassing my service dog ended up getting dropped, but the other two charges stuck. I didn't care too much about that, but hopefully she learned a lesson. I also did eventually get to eat. Speaking of dogs, what's your favorite breed of dog of all time? Please let us know. Rottweilers for the win. Yes, you bought the house, but we can stay in it, right? So, not my story, but my brother's. My brother and his wife were moving from one state to another, and one of those states was Texas, so it was not a one-day move, if that makes sense. They had gone house hunting, found a place, one that needed a little TLC, updating since the owners were 70 plus years old. But since they're both great DIYers, it was worth it for them to buy it cheap and improve it. They drive and get into a hotel in town the night before closing, late, with a U-Haul full of all their stuff. They arranged with U-Haul to have people there to unload at noon the next day. After closing, this is important. The next morning, they go to the walkthrough before closing and the house is not packed up. As in, it looks like people are still living there. The realtor drops that the current owner might not be ready to give up possession at closing. For brother, this was a no-go. They didn't have the hotel for another night and they had already arranged and paid for people to help unload. So no, contractually, the current owner needed to be out. They go to closing and the realtor for the current owner says that the current owner needs to stay in the house again overnight. Again, from my brother, no, it's not arranged in our contract, we only had the hotel for one night, and I have the unloaders scheduled. The current owner's realtor, well, in my day, we just sorted this stuff out, it didn't need to be in a contract. Brother, okay, when were you going to tell us? At this point, it's too late. We made plans based on taking possession today, so unless your client will pay to reschedule the unloaders, pay for another night in a hotel, and with a pet deposit since they have two dogs. This won't work. This is why it's contracted, so that I can do things like not drive down here until the house is move-in ready. Come to find out that the current owner's realtor is no longer practicing, as in was retired but came out of retirement to do this for current owner. So closing proceeds, and my brother and his wife go to what should be their house. Current owner and all their kids and kids' spouses are there just hanging out, not packing, not getting things out, just chilling. Brother, um, so can I help you with anything? Crew, nah, we're good. They resume chatting. Repeat this every 15 minutes for about an hour and a half, including my brother adding that he has people coming at noon to help him unload. At 11, they tell my brother that they're ordering a pizza. Does he want some? Brother, no, I do not want pizza. I'm celiac and can't eat pizza. However, I do need you to get your things out so I can move into my house. The pizza arrives and they continue to offer him more. At 11.30, he finally loses it. Brother, no, I don't want pizza. I need your U-Haul out of the driveway in half an hour because I will be moving my U-Haul into my driveway to unload my things into my house. They finally caught a clue. Cute chickens running with their heads off for the next half hour, during which my sister-in-law brings the dogs in, wife of formerly current, now previous owner. 
You can't bring dogs in here. I'm allergic. Sister-in-law. Yes, I can bring my dogs into my house. And you had no problem getting gluten-filled pizza all over my house when my husband told you that it makes him very sick. Wife. Well, what about the floors? Sister-in-law. Yes, what about my floors? This is our house now. You need to leave. They finally got their stuff and left. But I figured this was a perfect example of very entitled people. Well, at least they offered him pizza. Speaking of pizza, what's your favorite place to get pizza from? Please let us know. Little Caesars or Pizza Hut, one of those two. Entitled ex-friend is upset about me getting a job in our field. Dave, 35 male, and I, 25 female, met in an advanced math class at community college three years ago. I had finished my bachelor's and needed to take a couple extra classes to prep for my master's program in CS. Dave, as he came to share, had spent ages 18 to 28 playing video games in his childhood bedroom, and from 29 to 35, he had had an awakening and decided to start doing something with his life. He planned on getting his bachelor's in CS, but had somehow managed to spend six plus years of taking part-time classes at the community college. The guy was 35, never had a job outside of one summer stocking at a grocery store a decade ago, never paid rent in his life either. When we met in that math class, Despite his past, I was impressed with Dave for trying to turn his life around. The guy was smart, but over time I started seeing another side of him. Dave constantly complains about his parents, the same parents who pay his every expense, including a reloadable Starbucks card and an annual Disneyland membership, the latter of which he uses two to three times each week. Anytime I ever offered to help Dave get a good starting job in IT or CS, he'd laugh and say, I couldn't possibly work even part-time with my academic schedule, or $30 an hour? I'll be making three times that when I finish my degree. What makes him think that? His three months of job market experience from 2005? At the same time, he always went around saying he knew more than his professors did. He should just teach the class, etc. He'd tell everyone he's a computer scientist and a true academic. Well, this summer I got an internship turned job into a major tech and entertainment company. I am on track to finish my master's next year. The sad thing is, my friendship with Dave was over within two months of me getting this internship. He started calling me a sellout and saying things like working students didn't actually care about understanding computer science. They just lied and cheated to get through classes. Random crap like that. When I told him that wasn't true and that lots of students work, his response was to ignore me for a week and then write a four-page letter saying I don't understand how hard he has it. The entitlement is mind-blowing for a near middle-aged man who has never supported himself to tell someone who worked their way through most college in retail and as a maid who now works full-time and mentors kids in STEM while finishing a second degree that she doesn't appreciate how hard he has it. Mind-blown. Hope he's still having a good time spending 40 hours a week studying and being a computer scientist at Starbucks. Hey, speaking of Starbucks, what's your favorite thing to get when you go there? Please let us know. Coconut Frappuccino for the win, bruh. Entitled mom uses my things for college for her advantage. My family friend, I'll call her my teacher, is an ex-cosmetologist and ex-beautician teacher and now owns several highly rated salons slash spas, hair coloring, cutting, styling, manicures, pedicures, and makeup. She knew I wanted to also do those things, but I am currently going to college to become a music teacher. She decided since she has a salon near my college, she would teach me her old lessons slash what was required to be taught on weekends after the shop closed, my days off, and afternoons in exchange for working reception and as her assistant. 
booking appointments, greeting, checking people in, grabbing things, and doing errands if needed. She also said when I got my license, she would hire me there so I can work during the last years of my college, five-year degree. My dad gave me a loan to buy the things I would need to be able to do it once he found out, over $1,000. And I could take out more if needed for only this and make payments whenever no interest charged. My teacher gave me her old makeup kit, no makeup, just something for transporting it easily in, that only was dirty and didn't have locks on it, and my dad painted it white and painted cherry blossoms with my name in big neon pink letters on it for an Easter gift to me. I leave my kit in my room, in the corner, behind my dresses for my musical performances for college. Now, my stepmom is just getting interested in makeup. I give her tips and a list of what products would be good for her skin. I even told her I'd give her a discount if she wanted me to do her makeup, the price of products used only. Her response was, why can't you do it for free? We are family. My entitled mom alarms were going off. I told her I need to pay back the loans I have and left when she started getting mad. I already didn't like her nor respect her at this time. If I leave for a night, I lock my bedroom door and bring the only key to my bedroom in the house with me. I went to a family barbecue for Memorial Day weekend. Two aunts, two uncles, my grandfather, my teacher, her best friend, my mom, myself, and my two cousins, one who's six and one who's four, and stayed two nights. When I came back, my bedroom door was unlocked, which was a red flag since it's a force of habit to lock it. I looked and saw my kit in the middle of the room, open. That was a red flag factory. I just broke down and cried. My dad saw me and saw what was in my room. He knew that it was all wrong. My stepmom comes down, wearing the makeup from the kid, and wondered what was wrong. My dad asked her what she had done, and my stepmom told him, Well, I made a copy of her key and borrowed your stuff. Makeup is cheap. You can replace it. I almost punched her. My dad took her into the garage and tore her a new one. She cried, said he was overreacting, and drove off to her son's slash daughter slash brother's house. I calculated how much it would cost for me to sanitize, clean, and replace the things that couldn't be sanitized. Eyeliners, mascaras, broken brushes, broken powder products, whole palettes that had been completely destroyed, etc., and shipping for all of it. It came out to over $750. One of my palettes was $44 alone, no shipping, and was a personal favorite brand of mine. Shout out to Glamlight. My dad sold one of her sewing machines, returned the build-it-yourself dollhouse that he had bought her, and sold things of hers until he got over $900, all in cash. He used some of that money to replace my locks. Only one key was made and transferred the rest of the money to my account, which I used to get what I needed to replace everything, using my code that all beauticians have to get a small discount with certain brands. I ended up having about $100 left over and used it to buy my dad's Father's Day gift and used the rest of the leftover money as loan payment. When my stepmom came back, she freaked out at my dad and I for destroying her hopes and dreams. All I said was, you break it, you buy it. She screamed at both of us, said she deserved all of the things she paid for. I was petty enough to have left her all the broken and unusable makeup and brushes where her sewing machine used to be with the cost of each product plus shipping taped to it. She refuses to look, talk, or even be in the same room as me now. And my dad said that she has one more chance before he kicks her out for good. So happy ending. But the entitled mom slash my stepmom is still as entitled as before. I always lock my room now 
and keep my personal makeup in my room. Quick add-on. My dad always told me something. Don't upset or mess with people who handle your food or money. And money and time are two things you should never waste. So when my stepmom had done that and messed with technically my money, he was furious that she was wasting my money. So he made sure in the end she only wasted her money and not mine. Update. My dad loves all the comments you guys have made about him. He thought he was being a jerk to her, and this has made him know that he was in the right. Update. Holy! My stepmom, out of childishness, poured and splashed water all over the fridge. It froze overnight, and now it's having to force things out of the freezer to get it out. My dad sent out a group message that something had split and everything was stuck, and my stepmom replied, You're getting a taste of your own medicine. You ruined my life, so I'll ruin yours. Lol. My dad might kick her out now. Update again. I fell asleep and, when I woke up, my stepmom wasn't home yet. I asked my dad, who's up making guitar amplifiers out of old speakers, his side job, DM me if you want a custom-made guitar amp, and asked where she is. He said, not looking up from his work, she won't be here for a little while. I'm going to let her rethink her choices, then decide while she's gone if it's better or worse for me while she's away. I feel like he's nicely saying that he kicked her out, but it also might just be a break. Also, he saved the freezer. A big thank you. I'm crying. You guys are so amazing. The ones who offer support are such a happy welcome in my life of being alone, and the ones who donate their spare makeup that they don't need anymore, thank you so much. I love all of you for helping me in this crisis. I posted this thinking I'd get verbal support to help my dad realize he needs to leave her in the comments, but instead for a support system of kind and caring strangers. Thank you so much, all of you. Karen follows me into the men's restroom. A few weeks ago, I was visiting my local big box bookstore, looking for some good clearance items before the store closed permanently. The dead mall it was attached to is being demolished. The store has no dress code, but the employees do wear lanyards, and I wasn't. So I was browsing around my preferred sci-fi section when I realized I needed to use the nearby restroom. So I headed in that direction, which happened to also be next to the mid-store customer service counter. Karen noticed me, positions herself directly in front of me and blocking my path to my urinary destination. I don't know why you don't keep that desk staffed, but I really need your help finding my book. Are you going to help me or not? Not, I say, remembering the urgency of my business, and I step around her with a variation of, I don't work here, continuing to my destination thinking that will be the end of the encounter. It's not to be. I hear her voice rising in pitch and volume on its way to full Karen Banshee as she literally follows me into the men's room, and I'm convinced she was about to grab my arm and pull me around to face her. Being conscious of social norms about public exposure, I made it into a stall and locked the door for privacy. That didn't stop her from knocking on the door and threatening to get me fired before she heard the really solid stream hit the water and, I'm convinced, realized for the first time what it was that she had done. I heard her embarrassed sounding squeak slash huff and she hightailed it out of there. I finished my thing and washed my hands and came out to witness her being escorted out of the store by a properly lanyarded employee. I only caught the tail end of the conversation where Karen stated she was never coming here again and the employee had a classic response, neither am I, we're closing.
Please come watch this video next, you will love it. And join as a channel member today and we'll give you a special shout out on our next video. And to have us make any kind of video you'd like us to, just come visit us on Fiverr. Link pinned in the comments below.